0: Welcome back to Cross the Line. This is season two, episode three. We are presented by Barstool Scurs. I'm one of your co-hosts, Corey Brooks, and alongside me is Jake Meyer.
1: How's it going, guys?
0: So we got a short week this week, or a short episode, I should say. Um, Not going to do... Too many segments. We're going to do a couple recurring ones, and then we're basically going to preview all of the games happening this week. It is rivalry week, and uh, there's a lot of good football on.
1: Exactly. There is a lot of good matchups, especially between teams who really do hate each other. So
0: Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I think we've had a couple pretty shitty weeks of college football in a row, um, which they're not shitty in the sense that they're, you can't watch them or there's not enough going on. It's just comparatively to what we've been spoiled with for most of the year, I feel like we've been kind of, we were we were a little screwed for these last couple weeks, but rivalry week, I feel like will not disappoint us.
1: Exactly. Uh, so you want to talk about this Nebraska game just a little bit? Uh, I'll do my fun fact and then we can talk about it if you want, because this is about the game. Might as well. All right. So my fun fact is this weekend, Nebraska won, won this game without scoring a touchdown. The last time Nebraska beat a team without scoring a touchdown was in 1937 when Nebraska beat Kansas 3 to nothing.
0: Yeah, I uh, I remember hearing that on Saturday and that is that is indeed a fun fact. That I mean 1937 that is so long ago.
1: Yeah, I I saw Nate tweet it right after the game. He was like I it, From my research, this looks like that, so I trust Nate. I assume that is a correct fun fact.
0: (laughs) It was such a weird feeling, because I've gotten to the point these last few weeks where I was confident when our offense was on the field, and I always kind of knew that we were going to be able to score and light it up, and I honestly, we both picked the over for this game uh, coming in, so it wasn't exactly what we were expecting.
1: I was expecting at least some, I know they have a good defense, but I was expecting us to put... 30 on the I mean you know not maybe, something yeah know, yeah so
0: but yeah it, it was it was weird because this weekend it was it got to the point where when our defense is on the field I was I was more confident than ever um, and that that's a really good feeling to have uh, I don't think we're gonna ha- be able to have that feeling a lot I think we were blessed this weekend obviously with the weather a little bit of wind and Michigan State's just horrible horrible ter- offense. terrible offense <laughs> Um, I've never seen more fans of a team trying to get an offensive coordinator fired at once before, um, but you know they w- wouldn't be that upset if we allowed them to score. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as a win, yeah. and I mean it was a win on the scoreboard too. Uh, what a what a game! I it was thoroughly entertaining, and I'm surprised I still have hair left because after a few of those, and especially, I mean that was a one possession game from. Kick off until the game was over.
1: There was never a point when one team had a It was a lead. <laughs> so
0: damn stressful. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. And when we were finally getting into field goal range, I mean Barrett Pickering.
1: Yeah, he came in clutch. He, I mean,
0: he beat his career long twice in a row. um we, smothered his career long. Yeah. Um, and to do that in the conditions that we were in, granted he did have a tiny bit of wind with him. Um, but still I mean
1: kicking on a snowy turf that's yeah. still not easy for yeah, anyone.
0: No, all credit to him um, and the great thing is too uh, one thing that's kind of been a silver lining for the slow start that he had is well he was a freshman and I mean he showed that he can put it together and he's he, made what
1: seven straight or something like uh, that
0: yeah I think it's even eight now I think it I think he had five in a row going into that game, and he hit all three. So, Well,
1: good for him, yeah. yeah. Way to turn it around at the end of the season, at least.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Um, there's there's a lot of good things that we can take from this one. One, we learned that we can win a game like this. Exactly.
1: Um, I was scared. I, w- I was thinking this whole week, if this doesn't go over, I don't think we're going to win this game. And I, I guess they proved that you can have an under, and Nebraska can win a football game still.
0: Absolutely. And what a senior day for Antonio Reed as well um that I mean forced two forced fumbles interception interception I think it was three tackles for loss I mean you really can't beat that he actually didn't get big 10 defensive player of the week though there were two guys that also had pretty insane weeks
1: oh yeah and who was the kid from Michigan State uh number 48 Uh, oh
0: that was Willick or Willicks or whatever his name was yeah he was yeah
1: he was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun to watch if you really enjoy watching defensive players just show out and I I mean, credit to them for keeping us off of the scoreboard, and I mean, shoot, I have never seen Nebraska's defense play like that this year, you know, so I... It's It's been
0: a long time. I mean, our defense last year was absolutely terrible, um, so that's why it was really refreshing. But yeah, some people prefer offensive games, some people prefer defense, um for me I thought it was a great game I mean like I said it was literally a one possession game from kickoff until there was no time left on the clock and that's pretty incredible
1: oh yeah uh just glad we got out of there with a win so uh we're gonna move right into picks uh this one's gonna be a little different we're gonna pick those Thanksgiving NFL games just uh just for fun I don't know if those are gonna go against our record or not uh, but we're gonna pick those and then we'll go through the weekend uh most of the big matchups a lot of the rivalry matchups uh just going through those games and then we'll get out of here uh for the show yeah
0: i thought it would be a good idea that we just kind of talk about pretty much any game that you might end up watching this weekend um so that way you have a little idea of what's going on when you get into it um and if you want to bet i mean thanksgiving season is a great time to bet i i'm just going to tell you right now a lot more unders over the holidays that's that's my philosophy okay
1: This week's picks are brought to you by Rexius Nutrition of Lincoln. Rexius Nutrition is Nebraska's supplement leader. Rexius was started in Nebraska for Nebraskans. They have been providing service to the Lincoln area for over 10 years, helping people reach weight loss goals, put on muscle mass, or just get healthier. Rexius is located in the heart of Lincoln at 31st and O Street. And for being a listener of this show, you can save 10% by using the code BARSTOOL at checkout. Go and support this local business and save some money while you do it. Yeah. uh, Well, let's get into those NFL games real quick. Uh, We don't know a lot about the NFL, so don't take our picks to heart. But uh, first off, we have Chicago is a three point favorite at Detroit over under at 44.
0: I'm going with the Lions here. Um, They've looked a little bit better than they did to start the year. Um, And that's I mean, that's about all I can say. I I can't really give you an in-depth analysis when it comes to the league. Uh, um, I
1: don't watch a ton of Lions games yeah, either. I, yeah. I,
0: all I know about the Bears is Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky and Khalil Mack. Yep. So.
1: And that's I have Chicago solely for their defense. Uh, apparently their defense has been really good this year, so I'm taking them uh, and Khalil Mack leading them to a win and the under.
0: Yeah, I got the under as well. I, I'm i going to go under, I'm just telling you right now, for all three of these NFL games.
1: All right, so next game, uh, the Redskins at Dallas. Uh, Dallas is a 7.5-point favorite, over-under at 40.5.
0: Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Um, one of the things I saw last weekend was something I didn't want to see, and that was Alex Smith's leg getting turned around and doing a 180. Um, and with that, it's I honestly don't even know who the Redskins' backup quarterback is, so give me Dallas.
1: I was unaware that he broke his leg. So. You didn't see that? No,
0: I did not. So Okay, so okay, we got to get into this really quick. <laughs> so it happened um in the same or on the same exact date, I think it was exactly twenty years later, and maybe not exactly twenty years—I'm not entirely sure—but it was on the same date of the year that Joe Theismann's injury happened, and it was very, very, very similar. Huh. Wow! And oh, also the final score of the game was also the exact same final score of the game where Joe Theismann broke his leg. Ooh,
1: history repeats itself, I guess. Yeah, so that that was pretty
0: insane, um, just all those circumstances. But best wishes to Alex Smith, man. That was absolutely brutal. And I I can't believe you haven't seen that. I I, wouldn't advise looking it up. uh, Was he from Utah? Is that where he went to school? I don't remember. I don't know exactly where he went to college. I just know he was the number one pick.
1: Yeah, I I think it was Utah. I can't remember 100%. But I have the Redskins. Uh, I don't know why. I, I didn't think it, or I thought Alex Smith was playing. Shows how much I pay attention to the NFL. So I have the Redskins and the under, though.
0: All right, the next game we got are the Falcons going on the road uh, to New Orleans to play the Saints. The Saints are 13-point favorites, and the over-under is at 60. Uh, Give me the Saints all day. Uh, I think
1: the Saints are a really good team. They beat the Rams er earlier this year. Uh, The Rams are arguably the best team in the NFL besides the Saints right now and the Saints have been rolling since week one they lost early to I can't remember who they lost to week one I looked that up last night but Saints uh, have been rolling so far I like Drew Brees and I like the over in this game
0: who did the Saints play this weekend? Because they absolutely slaughtered somebody. I don't remember who it was. Uh, uh, I just remember it was 12%. Sunday afternoon on Fox, and they were hyping it up as America's Game of the Week all week, and the Saints just absolutely slaughtered them. Uh, with that being said, I'm going with Atlanta. I just think, I don't know, maybe this luck will run out for the Saints. Um, oh, it was
1: Philadelphia. Yeah, oh, that's right. 48-7. to seven. Yeah, Oh, man. It
0: was terrible. Um and that's that's like a generous 48 to 7 cuz it was out of reach quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I
1: do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so.
0: so I'm going with the Saints or not the Saints. I'm going with the Falcons to cover. I mean the Saints will probably win, but it's a 13 point spread. So give me the Falcons and obviously I'm going with the under again.
1: All right. So we're going to move into college football uh Thursday. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Now something we at least know a little bit a little bit more about. Uh, So, Thursday, Thanksgiving game, the only college football game that really looks that fun. Colorado State and Air Force play on Thanksgiving as well. Uh, But the big one is the Egg Bowl, number 18, Mississippi State, is a 11-point favorite at Ole Miss, over-under at 59.
0: Yeah, so before I make my pick, I'm just going to give you our records really quick for the year. So right now we have pretty much a toss up. I am 91 and 80 and Jake is 91 and 82. And so yeah, it's I it's, mean yeah,
1: it's a tight one. <laughs> if
0: it wasn't for like episode 2 or I didn't pick a couple over unders on accident. Um we very well could be tied right now, but I would have probably got them right and have the lead. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, so that's where we're at right now. Um either one of these last couple weeks and we're probably going to do bowl games too. Oh yeah. So we'll do there's a lot of room for messing up, but I will say, I think we're, I mean, 91 and 80 and 91 and 82, that sounds like it's about 54% probably. Oh yeah. And for picking against the spread, that's pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, and so, with
1: the over unders. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
0: If we weren't picking over unders, I think we'd be doing a lot better. Um, but anyway, so egg Bull, we watched this game last year. Yep. Um, we weren't together. We were both at our respective Thanksgivings, and we called and had a little podcast and talked about the game. That's when uh, Nick Fitzgerald broke his leg yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of broken legs around this time <laughs> Sorry, of year, Sorry, we're I being guess. very <laughs> pessimistic <laughs> with injuries tonight. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going with Ole Miss. Um, I just don't think Mississippi State really has the offense to – blow a team out or even win by two scores. And especially since it's a rivalry game and it's in Oxford, I got to go Ole Miss to cover. Mississippi State probably wins the game, but I think it'll be a little closer than 11. And I'm going with the under. Um, Mississippi State's defense is really good and Ole Miss's offense is probably the better one of the two systems that they have. Um, And I think they're going to get shut down. So I'm going with the under.
1: Uh, Yeah, I have the same thing, While missing the under. Mississippi State's defense is really good, Uh, held Alabama to 24 points. So, yeah, that's something in its own. Uh, So that was our Thursday game. Friday, we have three games that we're picking, uh, starting with the AAC, Houston at Memphis. Memphis is a seven-point favorite, over-under at 76.5.
0: Yeah, that's a very large over-under. I'm going to start by saying I'm going with the under. Um Derek King, the starting quarterback at Houston, he is not playing. He's been hurt for the last two or three weeks now, maybe. I think it's two weeks. Um and so he's out for the year, not playing this week either. Uh so I, I like the under here. I don't think they're gonna reach 76 and a half. And give me Memphis to cover that. I think they win by a couple scores here. Um Derek King, he was one of the most What's the word I'm looking for? Productive. That's the word I'm looking for. One of the most productive players in the college football um, numbers wise. And I think that's just too big of a blow for Houston. Uh,
1: I'm going with Houston, even with their quarterback out. I like Houston's offense a lot. And I I, I don't know if they win this game. I think it's a little tighter than seven points. And then I have the over in this game. I want to see a lot of points. So I'm picking the over.
0: All right, moving on. We have number six, Oklahoma, as one and a half point favorites going on the road uh, to number 13, West Virginia, and the over under is 84.
1: West Virginia coming off that loss to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's just kind of been a giant killer this year. Uh, Good for Mike Gundy down there. But I have Oklahoma and the over in this game. I think this is going to be a shootout. Every game with Oklahoma has seemed to be that way this year. Kansas put up 40 on them last week. Uh, I like Kyler Murray and Will Greer having just a duel all day. But I have Oklahoma winning, and with a a one-and-a-half point spread, I, I have to take Oklahoma to cover that and the over.
0: Yeah, I mean this is the second best game we got this week. Um and I'm I'm super excited for it. I'm going with Oklahoma as well. Uh like you said, I mean it is going to be a shootout and I'm going with the over 84 as well. Um usually when you see over unders that high it's easy to say you want to stay away from it, but I swear every time I see one of those uh, when I was especially when I was first starting to bet, I would always just take the under and somehow some way they always end up just scoring actually that many points and covering it. So, I'm going with the over. And I I just I like Oklahoma here. I they like you said their defense is terrible, but I I mean, I think that I mean, it's going to be a Kyler Murray versus uh Will Greer show and I I got Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah, I I like that. Uh so next game Apple Cup number 16 Washington at number eight Washington State Washington State is a two and a half point favorite over under at 49
0: yeah so Mike Leach has not beaten Chris Peterson yet um, and they usually end up just not even really scoring they got clapped last year in a game where they I think they it was Washington by 10 and a half and they ended up beating them by like 30 um, but with that being said I got Washington State this year they're really really hot right now Um, Gardner Minshew is playing out of his mind they scored 55 points in the first half last week against Arizona Um, if there's ever a time that they're going to win this Apple Cup it's got to be this year Um, and it's in Pullman as well so I I like Wazoo and I'm going with the over Um, I think 49 is just a little too low in a game that has Washington State in it
1: Uh, yeah I have the same thing Uh, main reason I'm going with Washington State is it's at home and this is a big showcase for Washington State like you said Mike Leach has never beat Peterson uh and I think this is the year he finally gets him uh so I I have Washington State but I have the under I think uh since it's a rivalry game it'll be a little grittier than what we're thinking all
0: right moving on to Saturday uh we're going to start with Tennessee at Vanderbilt a good little in-state rivalry both teams are five and six playing for bull eligibility I mean that's those are pretty high stakes for a rivalry game oh yeah. Um, and so Vander, Vanderbilt is a three and a half point favorite and the over under is 50 and a half. Uh, I'm taking
1: Tennessee here and the under. I I felt bad for Tennessee all year, if that's the right way to put it. And not uh, exactly uh, feel bad for him, but I, I do want to see him get to a bowl game. I want to see them have a successful season It's nothing against Vanderbilt. But, uh, you know. I'm just I'm hoping that they can get that ship righted. College football is better when the blue bloods are better, and Tennessee's not a blue blood, but they're they're pretty
0: close. So I'm I'm going Tennessee in the under. Kick them while they're down. I'm going with Vandy. Um, <laughs> Vandy's looked a little bit hotter recently. Uh, Tennessee's coming off a pretty bad week, uh, so I'm going with Vandy and give me that over. All right, so now we're going on to the
1: game. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State. Michigan's ranked fourth in the country and is a four-point favorite. Ohio State tenth. Over, under, at 56 and a half.
0: Yeah, so I've been talking about this game for half the season now. Um, The story's built in there for those that don't remember or haven't listened to the show before. um, I basically had a take pretty early on in the season that said, Michigan is really, really, really good, and they could put it all together, but I think it all falls apart in the game just because that's what happens every year, um, no matter how good they are. And it's in Columbus, but with that being said, I'm going with Michigan here. Um, They're just – they're by far the better team, and all they got to do is win by a touchdown to cover that spread. So I'm going with Michigan. Ohio State's been giving up so many big plays recently. They gave up back-to-back. I think it was an 80-yard run, a 75-yard run to Maryland's running back. Like first quarter in the Maryland game, yeah. And, yeah, they needed a two-point conversion to get by Maryland, or Maryland failed the two-point conversion. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, Michigan's by far the hotter team. They're the better team. Uh, they just gotta go out and show it. And I'm so I'm going with Michigan and I'm going with the under fifty six and a half. I think for a rivalry game fifty six is a little too high. Uh, I am taking Michigan as well.
1: Uh they just have been playing so well this year and Ohio State has not looked good these last couple of weeks. Uh This last game, Maryland should have had them. They had a guy open on that two-point conversion, missed that throw. Uh, That was disappointing. I wanted to see them go down, but it makes this game a lot better. Uh, So I have Michigan covering that four, and then I have the over. Uh, Ohio State's defense has not been playing well, and I like Shea Patterson a lot to put up some points for them. I I think this will be a little bit more of a shootout than we're used to in this game, Uh, but I like uh, Michigan coming away with it and the over.
0: All right, moving on. We got another Big Ten game. We got Purdue uh, at five and six as four point favorites on the road at Indiana, who's also five and six. So uh, yeah, we got another in state rivalry game with bowl eligibility on the line for both teams.
1: Uh, I have Purdue, uh, and it's really because they. It, I I don't I don't even know why I they're have the better Purdue. team. They are like I. That's just what it is. They're the better team. I have Purdue covering that, and I have the over. Uh, not entirely sure why i put the over down but i i have the over in that game
0: for the sake of my rant that i went on last week about jeff Brom, i really really wanted to pick indiana um because i mean and i i think they i never really thought purdue had a chance to lose this game um it's gonna be a fun game for sure but i i just purdue is just so much better Um uh, rondale moore um dj knox jr uh, they, and david blau as well they're they're really all just playing well um that offense is been pretty consistent all year, minus one or two games. Uh, so I, I just think they're the much better team. So I got to go to Purdue and I'm going with the under uh, 64 and a half is pretty high.
1: All right. So now we're going on to the iron bowl. This one doesn't have the hype the last couple years have had, but Auburn is on the road to number one, Alabama. Alabama is a 24 and a half point favorite over under at 52 and a half.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just going to start off by saying, probably don't bet on this iron bowl. Um, Cause You just you never know. know. And yeah, so I'm going with Alabama to cover. Uh, This is a Nick Saban revenge game, which that doesn't normally work out well for the other team. Uh, So that's why I got to go with Bama. But I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, as soon as they go up two scores in the second half that they just pull to a um, so I I just I just really don't know what's going to happen here. But I I mean, if the starters play the whole game, I got to go with Alabama covering that and I'm going with the over for essentially the same reason.
1: Uh yep, I am going with Alabama in the over. It's tough to bet against Alabama, especially against an unranked opponent, and as he said, uh revenge game for last year. Uh moving back to the Big 10, uh the Little Brown Jug game. Uh I think that's what this one
0: is. Something like that.
1: Uh, whatever. It's one of those Big 10 games with a meaningless trophy. Trophy. So, it's Minnesota at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a 10-point favorite over under at 54.
0: If a lot of Minnesota or Wisconsin fans listen to this, they would be so mad at you right now. I mean, th- this game usually doesn't mean much and it hasn't really ever in our lifetime, but it's one of the longest standing rivalries I think oh, yeah. in college football. Um since like the
1: nineteen hundred 1900, like nineteen twelve or something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Uh so Minnesota's actually gotten a little bit better, um, pretty much since the week after that week we beat them uh for our first win of the season. <laughs> but Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I gotta go Wisconsin here. I just, Jonathan Taylor was a man last weekend. Um, he pretty much led that comeback by himself against Purdue. Um, so I'm, I'm going with Wisconsin here and with the over, um, I, I just uh, 54 is a little too low, but I don't think they'll smash that by any means.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going with Wisconsin here. Jonathan Taylor is my reason as well. He looked fantastic against Purdue. Uh, he ran for what 300 and something yards yeah like, it was insane I think it's
0: 327
1: it, yeah and I mean and that's not even the most Wisconsin's ever run for uh with one player so Wisconsin but I have the under in this game uh late November I I I don't know I just think it's gonna go low uh especially over the holidays so
0: all right we are now going back to the SEC we got number seven LSU uh, going on the road to number twenty-two, Texas A and M, and Texas A and M is a two and a half point favorite. Uh, the over/under is at forty-seven and a half.
1: I probably should have put the two SEC games together and the Big Ten ones together. That's on me. But uh, I have uh, LSU in this game. LSU is the seventh ranked team in the country, and they're there for a reason. They do have two losses, but those two losses are good losses, as uh, the playoff committee committee says. Uh, I have LSU, and I have the under. I think this will be. A- an LSU defensive showing. Uh and I think LSU wins by maybe a score or two. So
0: Yeah, I was very, very, very surprised to see that AM was favored. Um they're not really great at anything. They have a pretty good offense and a pretty good defense. Um just kind of a well coached Jimbo Fisher team. He's just kind of getting the pieces together. Um I don't know though. I, I think I gotta go LSU. I just think they're slightly better and I mean Being underdogs in this game, like I said, I'm very shocked by that. So I just got to go with LSU there. I mean, as long as they win the game or lose by one, um, they'll cover that. So I'm going LSU, and I'm going over. Um, 47.5 is really, really low. And I think A&M can put up some points with Kellen Mond, um, throwing it around on LSU's defense a little bit. Um, And LSU, I I mean, they have a good defense as well. or I mean, A&M has a good defense as well, like I said. But uh, Joe Burrow has gotten a little bit better since the Bama game.
1: All right, so now we're going to move on to Notre Dame and USC. Notre Dame's ranked third in the country and is a 10.5-point favorite over under at 54.
0: Give me Notre Dame. They probably played their second-best game of the year last week. They're really hot. Um, and I, I don't know, I just think USC coming off a loss um, against one of their rivals last week, uh, that was a 2-8 and eight UCLA team. I don't think this rivalry game is going to go too well for them either. Um, so I, I like Notre Dame here, and I'm going with the over.
1: Uh, I'm going with USC. USC's fighting for bowl eligibility and possibly Clay Helton's job right now. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get fired no matter what. But I think this USC team's going to show up for him. Uh, I think they keep it close, but Notre Dame is really good, and you won't hear me say that very often. Uh, Notre Dame is super good. But I'm going USC, and I'm going the under, just because if they're going to keep this close, they have to keep it low-scoring.
0: All right, moving on, we have well, the Holy War. It's BYU at Utah. Utah is ranked number 17, and they're a 13-point favorite. The over-under is set at 44.
1: This is my favorite name for a rivalry. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God, that is so cool. Like, uh, oh, I just love it. Uh, and going with that, I am going with BYU. Uh, BYU played Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin earlier this year. Uh they haven't been great, but they're a pretty gritty team. Uh, I like them, uh, their defense a lot. I have BYU and the under in this one.
0: Yeah, Utah's already won the Pac-12 South, so I I don't think they have as much to play for. Um, it just seems like has never been that team that, I mean, I think they're the last team in the South to win the South. Um, every single other team in the South has already won it once. Um, so I, with that being said, I mean if Utah's already done that, I, I think they've already kind of hit their ceiling. I don't think they're going to win another one, um, and or I think they will win, but they won't. It won't be very convincing at all, um, especially with a rivalry game with the name Holy War. I gotta assume it's going to be close. Uh, so give me BYU to cover Utah to win, and I'm going to go with the over. Forty four is super low.
1: Yeah. Uh. So next game, a ranked matchup in the G5. Uh. Number twenty one, Utah State is on the road. On the blue turf at Boise State, Boise State's ranked 23rd this week. Uh, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, over-under at 67-and-a-half.
0: Yeah, I think Utah State is the better team here, um, but they're playing in Boise, and Boise State showed what they can do at home, especially against Fresno State um, not too long ago. They just kind of seem to get it done. They're so well-coached, always a really well-disciplined team. So I'm, i got to go Boise State here, and I'm going with the under. Uh, I am going with Boise State in the under as well.
1: Uh, That blue turf, it works some magic. I really think that they play great at home. So I have Boise State covering that pretty easily, actually. And then uh, I have the under in that game as well. Uh, So last game that we're going to talk about, it's a Friday game, but it's our game. So Nebraska at Iowa. Iowa is a 10-point favorite as of today, over under at 53.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Nebraska to cover here. Um I that's a pretty easy pick for me. Um but I have no idea whether gonna whether we're gonna win the game or not. I don't even really um wanna make a pick on who's gonna actually win the game. Uh I, and it's just weird. I I I had no idea what to expect out of us last weekend. We saw a Nebraska team that we have not seen at all this year. Um, we're kind of all over the place. And for once, we're not sitting next to a guy on the team or hearing about how practice is going this week. So I, I'm not as biased as usual, I guess. So I, I'm going with us to cover. I think it'll be a pretty close game. Um, and I'm going with the over. Uh, I just... I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm also really distracted right now because we're recording this as we're watching the Nebraska basketball game.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If we're, if we're a little spacey, that's, yeah, that's what it,
0: it was. <laughs> it, it, really poor decision on our part to keep that on in the background while we're <laughs> trying to record this. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going with the over. I just, I think our offense is going to kick it back into gear after last weekend. Uh, yeah. Same reasoning.
1: I think, uh, Nebraska's offense is going to get back in the right, in their groove again. Uh, Iowa has had another Iowa season, uh, nothing to, you know, really care about that much. Uh, so I have Nebraska covering. Uh, this is going to be a tight game, I really think, and uh, then I have the over as well. It's hard to pick against Nebraska and the over, even though last week that did not work out. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I think that's all the games we're picking for this week, and I think that's our show as well. So um, happy holidays to everybody. I want to wish everyone a thanks or a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, drive thanks safe. Thanks, happy home. giving.
1: <laughs> thanks, happy. But, yeah, drive safe. Uh, listen to this in your car. Do it. Uh, other than that, Corey, anything else?
0: Go be good.